When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So anyway, this season's piss jug. <laughs> Johnny, we can't retread the piss jug conversation. I can go. It gr- already happened. We already missed it. I can go I grab it if back. you want to see it. Mm, that's the nature of comedy is once we, we, we just did it and we did it for no I one. Do, and I nobody do. profits from it. Now it's I a callback. It if now. he's got it to show it, I, I want to see the see piss it. jug. All right, show us the piss jug, but this isn't for funny. This isn't for funny stuff. We're he not going to laugh. He got at this. up. I thought this was he a did bit. actually get he up. Got up and we're going into a different room <laughs> to get a jug of piss. Oh, did what you have <laughs> Johnny's being very <laughs> serious about this piss piss jug. It's not a joke. Liz, have you had private conversations with Johnny about a piss jug? No. When Johnny and Jessica go on a trip in these times, they take a piss jug with them. Okay. How do they shit? No, this, well, they I don't, don't believe this. <laughs> That's I the don't. shit bucket. It's just, uh-huh. it's just a little jug for... Uh... Oh okay. my God, it does look like okay. it was designed for that purpose. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a piss jug. It is it ergonomically like, designed it's got jugs for, for your piss? Oh, it's got, it's got an adapter. <laughs> See, Johnny, they didn't believe you. No, no, this is real. I don't joke. I'm not. I'm not. I. <laughs> I don't joke about piss jugs. <laughs> <laughs> I joke about a lot of things. A lot of things. <laughs> Thing I never joked about is my piss jug. Well, I can't. Be- you know, this is. Welcome to the show, everyone. We uh, are, are we all good? Are we all good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yes, we I've been good the whole time. Accept your apology. Thank you. The end. Uh, <laughs> the crew erupts in a yeah. Wait, wait, it's not official yet, is it? Oh. <laughs> Koo turns to the captain. The captain looks at all of you, turns around. And you see um, their squiggly little tail <laughs> and then just stands there. And there's a, a long pause where someone goes, you have to kiss the ring. Oh, hey, someone's got to kiss the ring. You have to kiss the ring. Someone, someone one of us has to? We didn't do anything wrong. Is this is an honor or a punishment? Is the pig wearing we got, a ring? No, we, 
on the tail, there is a gilded ring. A butt with ring. Many, many jewels. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> uh, to which, like, Bodic is standing there and she's like, Well, you can't expect us to put little piggy rings on him, can you? That's where it goes. Uh, Ku, like, jabs Bodica. It's a normal place to have a ring, isn't it? Yeah. I have never I, seen a ring on a butt. No. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Jonnet says that below his breath to Gable, but he does say that. <laughs> I had, Grace tr- absolutely hears you and, like, covers her mouth like to prevent herself from bursting out in laughter. Uh, Grace is the 14 year old girl who led in with the flowers that's standing next <laughs> close to you guys. Uh, I feel like Travis they, they is did the first thought. <laughs> Travis is going to slither down to go kiss the ring. There's a, there's an immediate, like people pull back. It's a snake snake. And then, and then John, all right, everybody be cool. It's our snake. The snake is part of the crew. The snake. The snake is part of the crew. The snake is part of the crew. The crew. And then, why isn't anyone else chanting that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just for that's, you guys. Okay, okay we'll all right. do our own. The, I mean, we we did our rehearsing, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. The snake will kiss on our behalf because, as we said. The snake is part of, part of the, the crew. crew. Okay, you. Right. I know you know uh, how to, what what the rhythm is. <laughs> no, we know it. Who, who turns to the handler, uh, who, who's like was leading the captain in with like kind of a nervous look. Um, uh, you, you see the handler. The handler's like it's got red hair, like a like a red beard. He's wearing like pig keeper clothes, basically, <laughs> and and. She, she kind of not like shrugs and nods, and then I kind of think like Travis slithers over. And do you want to describe how a snake kisses a ring? I would love to. Well, we we have already established that he does have tiny little snake lips, which is important. <laughs> um, but also, as I slither by, I want to try and have a quick word with with the piggy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Now that that word will be to his butt because his butt is facing you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I'll kind of make a a show of like s- walking around. <laughs> boing, boing, walking, boing. yes, walking. <laughs> uh, Captain, it's truly a pleasure to meet you. And quite honestly, I think that. Uh, this is I want to say this sort of like under my breath so that only hopefully the captain can hear we see that the pig eyes of the captain go on to the snake as as you say this yeah Uh, and I again it's truly an honor to meet you and I well I honestly think a lot of people here are being very disrespectful to you and I I don't appreciate it as a fellow um, you know person um, manimal yeah a fellow manimal Danimal, a fellow Danimal, um, <laughs> you know, I just, I can empathize. And then as oh, okay. you, you finish that statement, the pig lets out a massive pig shriek and tries to run in the other direction. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> ah, oh, no. <laughs> I think it's 
going to try to trample him too because it's a snake. <laughs> oh, but would a pig run? Uh, I, don't, I don't think, I feel like, you know, no, yeah, the snake. Yeah, yeah. The Although pig, this is a special pig. It is a special so pig. How would it re- react to a snake? So, as you finish your your conversation with the captain Travis, the pig gives out that shriek and begins to move backward as fast as it possibly can away from the snake. Uh, we see people begin to like whoa, 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 like move around, like try to like shield the snake from the pig. Um, the pig handler like comes over to like take the pig and immediately like hold like this guy reaches down like picks up the pig. As you see, like, the pig handler's got, like, strong arms. He's like, someone's got to kiss the ring. Kiss the ring, quick. And, like, puts the the ring of the pig onto the table. Quick, somebody do it. Gable, like, winds Travis back like a length of rope. <laughs> and grabs him by the neck, stir his style. Like, what did you say? What did you Come say? Come on now, somebody kiss kiss the ring. Quick, just uh, quick. Come on. Let me kiss. Uh, no, no, you can't. Uh, John it, not it. <laughs> Wow! Wow! <laughs> and he turns the he turns the pig butt right to you, Johnny. Oh! What? <sighs> Nose goes. I thought I thought we were cool, Gable. It's you were the one that was insulted, so you need to have the full apology experience. I don't want this apology. Everyone I don't want is, this butt ring. You are all being so rude. It's so I hate, rude. I hate it's you. not that it's it's not the come on now. Come on, somebody got to kiss the ring. Come on. Johnny kiss it. Johnny And we see that. And we see the, the pig begin to squirm and wiggle, and he's like, come on now, come Johnny, on now, Drew, grabs I am going to need you to make a pig wrangling check. A pig wrangling check, excellent. Yeah. Let me, well, what do you what do you count that as? Is... Uh, I mean, that's that's like athletics, I think. Okay. Yeah. I mean. How many purples do you think? So pigs can get to be anywhere between four to 600 pounds, as we know. So you have to decide in your heart how big this is. If it is like in the four to 600 range, that is going to be four purple dice. I'm going to say he's more like a 200 pound pig. Okay. So he's still, he's a growing, growing boy. Mm, Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. It is one success and one threat. Okay. Looks like. So you do manage to hold on to this pig, but something that you don't necessarily want that is not involved with wrangling a pig happens. The pig farts. Oh, see, I don't know that that is that that that's beneficial to you. Okay, okay. Then this is what this is what happens. Is. Uh, <laughs> the pig begins to squeal uncontrollably, mm-hmm. and all the composure that the pig has had up to this point is gone. <laughs> at this point, and he's he's holding. He's like. Come on, lad. Come on. You have to do it. Come on. Quick. John, it. I think actually what I'll use that threat for. Go for it. I think your eye flickers open underneath that bandana. <laughs> Make a perception check. <laughs> got to run to the other side of the room. <laughs> Tyler just got up to get his dice because Tyler didn't have his dice because we don't play this game. <laughs> well, and Tyler also like, apparently doesn't have the I have app. it. I have them nearby. I was off screen for a second. Within eye distance? <laughs> I, I'll i tell you what. I have my fucking character sheet open. Oh, geez. I, mm. I don't have that for sure. <laughs> so if you, if you want to know any of my stats, I'm happy to share them. What's your agility? My agility is four. Oh, wow. Really? That's, he, he got it. So that's, that's true. Okay. What am I rolling against for perception? 
because John is perceptive. Um, well. So this is, good. I'm going to actually say an average perception. Uh, says two. You're being aided by your eye in this case. Two. Um, it will take two strain from you, but. Oh, that is a failure and one advantage. Interesting. Okay. I, I know what it can be. Okay. Grace is giving off too much interference. Yeah. Yeah. Your eye flicks open and there you you see the lines of fate in the room. And oh, go ahead. You, uh, you have I feel something? like like you start to see the lines. You start to see them like, because I, I imagine when, when this happens, like visually, we see the lines start at Jonnet and then like shoot out through like the endpoints. But like they start at Jonnet, they start to shoot out and then they kind of get like warbly. And like, kind of like a sine wave, and get disrupted or something like that. Yeah, what uh, we see, you know, those renderings of of black holes that you get to show you what gravitational lensing is like, where there is this grid plane, and then sinking down in in this massive tube, there's this object that distorts that entire grid. Normally, Jonnet. If you are to perceive yourself with your eye, you see yourself like in a similar grid plane. There is like the lines of destiny and fate that determine the makeup of the universe all around you. And they curve around you and your aura because of who you are and who you will be. As you turn and there's this pig in your face, your eye like flips open. I think a leg kicks back and you move your face out of the way of that leg. You turn to see Grace instead and you can see that she is a similar well of destiny. There is something extremely special about this person. But with all of the chaos, like you get a flicker of that. And then your eye closes and there is a man, a very like not a very large man, but a large man holding a large pig with a big beard screaming, kiss the ring, kiss the ring. I think in that moment, Jonnet is the chaos of this moment has completely melted away because he is now like, what did I just see? And so I feel like there's like, he comes back, like there's chaos, there's chaos, but Jonnet is just like dazedly, like still looking at Grace. And then he's like, kiss the ring, kiss the ring. Jonnet kind of like looks, he doesn't even really look. He grabs the tail, he kisses the ring. And then he just like, still kind of looking at Grace. He says, are we good here? The moment that happens, so Jonathan, did you like you took the ring off of the tail and kissed it and put it back well, on, right? Uh, that's what it sounded like. I, it, it kind of felt like he would just like reach out of frame, pull back in a long extended like pigtail <laughs> with a ring tail. on it, kiss it, let it go, and then let it snap back out of frame, and then be like, Are "We good here?" Perfect. As we see the it snap, the the man drops the pig, and the pig runs out of the place, and everyone laughs. Everyone just begins to just chuckle and guaffa the entire time, and people begin to clap, and the pig handler is like, "Well done, lad. Well done to you. Well done indeed." It was Woo! a trap. It was a trap. I fucking knew it. There was the pig's and- not a captain. The pig's just a pig. Fuck, I'm so mad. <laughs> At this, Grace 
pounds her pint against the table. There's a thump and the whole room falls silent. And Grace stands up. You didn't earn any of that, did you? You set up this whole elaborate thing based on coup and all the nonsense that coup thinks. And you brought us in here and we brought out all the flowers and we spent all this time and all this money to have cotton holding a pig in someone's face shouting, kiss the ring. <laughs> you think that's a trick? <laughs> you think that's a trick, Brian Burrow? I think it's grand and funny there, Grace. And we grand s- and funny would be tricking people into kissing a pig's ring. Grand and funny would be a clever trick. You held a pig in this boy's face and you made him kiss the ring. But that's he was- no trick. Oh, but he was clever about it. Look at him. Look at the lad. Look at him. And we see this red-haired, red-bearded man as he's pointing two people come over and put a coat on him he grabs like a baldric with like a a cage hilted like sword on it and he puts it over and he like reaches into his pocket and pulls out one of those tams and puts it on and you see before you brian baru brian baru captain of the glass it and uh he's like look at the lad look at him he's got balls he has he like like kind of slaps you a little bit on the cheek john it shakes off that hand striking how much Jonnet is not paying attention to this captain. As this is happening, Jonnet is walking away from him as he's kind of giving that that speech, and he walks up direct straight line to Grace and just kind of like takes her in for a second and then just says, Grace? And I think the room is a bit quiet. Grace straightens up and turns to her captain, like looking up at him in all of the the graceless grandeur that is Brian. Because he, like many of the people on the glass, like has this aura of, there's a regality to him, but it is like held together sloppily and haphazardly. And Grace, you know, being in her Sunday best dress, this this beautiful pale green thing, looks up to him. You owe this boy a boon, Brian. <laughs> I, I do. I, I do. Oh, goodness. Who who knew? And he, like, looks at the crew. Who knew, my lads? They were going to bring a snake to this. Who thought of that, huh? And then everyone, like, laughs. And he's like, no, you're right, Grace O'Malley. You're right. I owe this boy a boon. I owe all two of you a boon there. You, even you there. Big one. Uh, M- Morgan Gables, comes. <laughs> Gable's taking Morgan off her ex- coat and has, is about to square up to Koo and say, we're going to fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Koo, as you say this, like you get in his face and whatnot, Koo looks in your eyes and blushes furiously. His eyes grow wide, at, like at this, and like his posture changes completely. But like you can see, his ears are burning red, his cheeks are burning red. He can't form words in his mouth. Morgan, the Star Watcher, the the woman, the small woman dressed in black, comes in and goes, "I think that it's not just that you owe these two a boon." You owe these three a boon, Brian. Oh, what are you talking about the Morgan? You, you talking about the snake? I, I'm talking about the snake. I, I owe the snake a boon. Uh, Travis I, I, kind I, of like uses his tail to to point at himself and do like a 
Uh, who, me? <laughs> You'd be one of the queen's children, wouldn't you? Uh, I think at that, Ooh, around us, everyone goes group. very quiet and, like, steps back. Oh, Brian, not only did you come out with Ku's foolishness and set up this whole arab- elaborate thing, making Gracie embarrassed in front of these nice people, but you set up a trick that they already knew about because they've got the real thing. Well, I know that, isn't it? Well, I'll just have to say I... I ain't never doubted you before, Morgan. Nor should any of you. She shoots a look over to Ku and can see that Ku isn't paying attention to her as she's speaking and then glares daggers at Gable. All right, then. All right, then. Here's what we're going to do, then. I owe you three a boon. It was a grand joke. I enjoyed it. You kissed the, you kissed the ring on the pig. That was great. Sean loved it. He's the pig. He's our pig. So here's what I'm going to do for you. And Brian sits down at the table. I think as he's sitting down very fluidly, the crew pulls out a stool for him to sit on. Like he sits down in a fluid motion, knowing that the stool will be there to meet him as he comes to rest. I didn't know if I was going to like you or not. The way that crew was talking, you're right, but I suppose you were, you know, thumbs straight up there. So I did this whole thing for a laugh, yay, but to figure out what was going on with you. So if Morgan says that I need a boon to give to all you, well, then you'll get it. Right from the mouth of Brian Burrow, Captain the Glass. So what you want? I'll see if I can get it for you. You first, clever man. I'm going to assume that's me. No. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> the snake. Why not? Um. Well, what I would truly like is for us to finish our business as quickly as possible and never have to see you again. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole room goes, ooh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, now you're, give you you're all boom. willing to do stuff in unison. <laughs> Snake is part of the crew. <laughs> no? All right. <laughs> For you, my white-scaled fellow, we'll finish up our business as quickly as possible and then let you go. But I don't think you'll not see me again. I think you'll be seeing a lot of me. I'll be in that council tonight. It's a damn shite of a boon, Brian Baru. That's what the snake asked for. What am I supposed to do? Give him something else? Do you want me to give him something else? Can I get just a tiny coat? Maybe a nice uh, snake friend for you. What, what would you like? How, How about, about this? Gun? <laughs> Don't a, give the snake a gun. A gun. <laughs> <laughs> give the snake about- a gun. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? You'd be a changeling, right? Yeah. And Morgan knows a lot about changelings here. Maybe she knows something that you don't know. Maybe she can help you in some way that you don't know how to be helped. And if that's true, if you have anything, how about this? Why don't you spend some time with Morgan over there and you talk? Ask any questions you like. Figure out anything you like. And my boon for you is a boon from her. All right. How's that sound? uh, I can't imagine that some stranger would know more about me than I do. (laughs) But I'll bite. (laughs) <laughs> and if you try and get cute, I'll bite. 
<laughs> now that the- I do, I do believe that. How about you, Biggin? What do you like? You want to fight Koo here? Is that the boon? You want to fight me? I'd love to fight you. I want to beat the shit out of Koo Kalane. How about this? How about this? I'll give you three punches for free on Koo Kalane. And then you can fight free? after that. For free. How's that sound, Koo? There are three hits. One, the sound of me, my hand hitting his face. The third is his face hitting the ground. The, the third one is me hitting the bars. <laughs> oh, yeah! What? Like, uh, we see- I, I just, that was right up the dome. I'm fun. <laughs> We see, we see Clue like laid out. He's laid out on the ground. Uh, it's because you punched him right now, right? Is that is that, or, or is that boasting? Oh is no, that, I, uh, didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, oh, I thought you did it right now. Whose like, whose <laughs> eyes are are saucers? And like a little smile crosses his face as he like slowly nods. Wait, right, is he into three this? Three hits. Is this his thing? <laughs> Wait, no, Brian, you have to tell me if this is Ku's thing. <laughs> I don't really get into what Ku's thing is very often, but Ku, uh, is this I your thing? <laughs> if it's what Mr. Gable likes, I think it could be a thing. No. No. Oh, every place this we go. Crew. Morgan grabs Ku by the ear and twists it, pulling him down. Apologies. And there is like venom in the way that she says apologies to Gable, but it's offered nonetheless. And the crew rightfully, uproariously laughs at Ku. <laughs> All right, on. how about this? Uh, I'll give you the fight. You want to? You want the fight? It, usually, we don't do fights between crews such as this. But if you want an exposition where you fight coup, I'll happily see that. I'll sell tickets even. Okay. Well, I don't know now, but I've got nothing else to do story-wise <laughs> for this arc. So. <laughs> All right, then. A fight it shall be. And uh, let's set parameters on this. Do you want to choose weapons and he'll choose place or you choose place and he'll choose weapon? Hands in here. Hands in here. I love it. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. We'll take care of that. We'll take care of that. And he's like calming the crew down. Like everyone's like, oh, all right. How about you? Jonic Kessler, I believe it was. Yeah, we're done here. And then he goes to Grace. Can we talk outside? There is an ooh. From the crew. <laughs> Bit of tea in a room. That's a little puppy love going on here. Oh, well enough. How about this? My boon is, yes, you can go talk to her. Why not? She is a member of my crew and I allow her to speak to you as long as she wants to be spoken to. That's what I was waiting for, Brian. And yes, I think we can talk. Well enough. Uh, yeah. Maybe they start to head out and then as they're heading out, Jonet yells over his shoulder, get him good, Gable. Clear a space, my friends. Clear a space. Yeah, there is like thumping around as people are like creating a circle for a fight. And you can already see people reaching into purses and exchanging money for for wagers being placed on one side and another. Everyone like picks up the table and clears it away. Ku is 
kind of like excitedly undoing his shirt to take it off, he reveals once more the woad that is around him in full. He takes the holster that is like holding his spear on his back, like he pulls out the spear. He does some spear stunts with it. You can see that this spear is extremely wild. The point is barbed and like hooked in a weird way, and it is massive. The metal on it is heavy, the wood is dark, and it looks as solid as steel. He pulls this thing away, thumps it to the ground, and Morrigan ceremoniously like takes it and pulls it to the side. And he steps forward in front of Gable, looking up to Gable, obviously, in their eyes, and goes, Three. Three, that's what we agreed on, right? Three hits. Three hits. All right, Liz, I need you to roll it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, it's it's so funny because I'm only just getting my dice out now. <laughs> hey, heroes, it's James, your game master, and welcome to the mid-roll. I certainly hope everyone is enjoying The Crew of the Glass and our guest performer, Drew Merzieski. If you like Drew's work here, be sure to catch him in another corner of Sphere, GMing Skyjack's Courier's Call, our all-ages spinoff of this very show. You can also find him on the new upcoming actual play show, A Night of Shreds and Patches. Or support him directly on the Patreon that he keeps with Allie Grower over at patreon.com slash whimsyandartifice. Thanks, Drew. Heroes, get ready, because next week is Jonnet Week. What is Jonnet Week? Well, I'm not fully clear on everything about it because it is a completely fan-organized event, but what I do know is it's devoted to celebrating everyone's favorite 15-year-old future captain, Jonnet Kessler. There's going to be fan art, fan fiction, and all sorts of other cool fan works, and if you'd like to know more about it, you can head over to Twitter and follow at Jonnet Week, or go to jonnetweek.tumblr.com. And that's Jonnet spelled J-O-N-N-I-T, the way we spell it on the show. As always, a huge thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Without your support, we wouldn't be able to have cool guest stars come on the show, Casey Tony's incredible editing, and the stellar performances put in by our cast. There is some amazing bonus content in the hopper right now, and I cannot wait until we are through post-production on it because you all are going to love it. Finally, since we mentioned Courier's Call earlier, y'all should know that we're going to be doing a Kickstarter to fund the second season of Skyjack's Courier's Call. There's still some prep work that we have to do for it, but if you want to find out the day it goes live, you can always head over to bit.ly slash skyjackscrew to sign up for the campaign Skyjack's mailing list. There we give you previews of cool things coming up. Folks who are on the mailing list get previews of cool stuff that we're going to do and first notification when new projects go live. It's the best way to know what's up with Sphere apart from star watching. Now, with all of that out of the way, 
Let's get back in the sky. Drew, who of the glass will lean down to Travis and make a wager on this with Travis? Oh, ah, that's going to be Barney McGee. So there's this brown haired, leather faced guy that's got that's missing like three teeth in the front that leans down and goes, hey there, Snake, you got a name, Snake? I I do. It's Travis. Do you have a name? Hello. Yeah, yeah. I'm Barney. Barney McGee. How about you and I put a little bit of a wager on this? What, what, what do you say? Well, <laughs> sure. That sounds great. All right, then. Uh, I have. And he reaches into his pocket and pulls out. I've got a silver bet here. I wager. Well, uh, as you could. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Please, please, please. No, you're the snake here. No, please, just, keep going. <laughs> you're the snake here. <laughs> I don't have any pockets, but you. I'm good for it. <laughs> I believe you. Snake's never lied to me before. Hmm. Uh, That's fun. Silver, silver bit says my man Q can take at least two punches. Can take them? <laughs> yes. He won't go down until the third. He'll go down. He'll absolutely go down, but he won't go down until the third. <laughs> Here's the thing. As much as I dislike Gable and being around them and everything they do, I'm confident <laughs> no. that they're so big they can cold clock them in one. In one, you say? Oh. All right, then. Uh, let's say this, then. Uh, I've given you the silver bit, and you'll put up your own silver bit for it. And that's good enough for me. What do you say? I think I say, you know, I, we, I would shake on it, but I don't have... I mean, is it, you know. is it wrong for me to shake your tail? Is that, is that wrong? Oh, don't don't. I, I won't Look, touch you. All right. We've all had a lot of fun with tails today, <laughs> but it's a little bit of a sore subject still. That's all right. I, I understand. I understand. All right. Uh, Liz, was that enough time uh, for you to get all of your stuff? Yes. Thank you. I everyone. would like to to speak to Gable real quick. Just wish them good luck and and. Do you want me to carry over there? The like. I can move. Barney's like, Snakes can move. <laughs> no, I know you can move, but it's all the way across the floor. <sighs> yeah, well, you we'd both be going across the floor. I, I'll bet, I'll double or nothing, I can beat you there. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, then. I like, and there's like a glint in Barney. He's like, like, Barney is absolutely like a wild gambler. He cannot say no. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do uh, a foot race across. We'll, we'll, just, we'll walk over to Gable as quickly as possible. First one there. Double or nothing, and then we'll do the other one. Why not? <laughs> How do I roll for um, running as a snake? Um, it's not even running. It's power walking. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to pull a luminary, pull a luminary on this with, with your permission here. Um, yeah, please. That is two, which is... The Maiden. Oh, yeah. That's in Travis's court for sure. Um, you crush him. <laughs> I, I think oh, it has have to you do started with the fact running that, like, yet? <laughs> no, like, we see Barney. 
he tried to go forward, but people are standing around. He couldn't get through the crowd. And and Travis just like slithered like through the crowd. Well, okay, okay then. You win. You win. Well done. You, you'll get a silver bet out of this. Fine. Sounds good. Travis, you're over at Gable. Hey, Gable, here's the thing. I made a bet on this. And it's a very specific bet. Uh-huh. So I said... Uh-huh. He, he said that he thinks that this, this MF can uh can i don't like i don't i don't care for these people um can stand two punches from you before he goes down okay i said i think you'll knock him out in one okay now here's the thing Uh uh-huh that's all i said was that Mm -hmm. it would take one punch to knock him out Uh uh-huh that being said, I didn't mention anything else that you could or could not do to him. Okay. So I think it would be fun to do everything but punch him until the very end. So then I can win money. <laughs> <laughs> so you want me you want me to knock him out in one punch, but I don't need to do it right now. Right, to, as long you as you money. as long as you don't punch him until you knock him out. Okay. Legally, I win the bet. <laughs> Legally. But you don't think that I could do it in one right now. What I'm hearing do is you, that you don't think that I could. Do you think you could? That Well, I, I thought that I can, but now I'm feeling a little self-conscious because you don't believe me. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Let's make this interesting. I'll bet you I don't want one to. <laughs> silver piece that you can't knock him out in one punch without doing anything else. But I could throw the bet. I could do anything but not that. <laughs> Any, anything. I'm going to try and punch him real good now. Okay. And if that, if that roll goes good, then we could just wrap this up. But then we can keep on going, you know? But thank you for coming to talk to me. I feel worse now, which is usually the case. Any time. And then I think Travis like snakes up them and like on their shoulders kind of like flops over to do a little like uh, shoulder, like, (laughs) you know, like a coach. Like, yeah, like. (laughs) This feels weird. This feels bad. (laughs) (laughs) So Gable and Koo square up, and I think we're going to cut over to Jonnet really quick. Jonnet and Gracie, you've stepped outside. The sun is like now starting to set. It hasn't started yet. There are probably still a couple minutes where Travis is still going to be a snake, but it has gotten lower in the sky. The sky has started to change like nice and beautiful colors as Grace steps out and she's clearly a bit shy with you and a bit embarrassed. I think the sort of thing where, you know, your parents have just embarrassed you in front of the cool teen from the other ship. And she's trying to work through that, but also clearly happy to to have this as your requested boon. Jonnet, like they make their exit, get a little bit of ways on the um, on the dock. On the dock, we're on a dock. Uh, yeah, kind of like a skyport yeah. dock. Um, and then 
Like there's a moment where he's still kind of in this transfixed state and then it just completely like melts. He's like, can you, are you a seer? Am I a what? Can you see, see the, the future? Do you have an eye somewhere? And John, John, it like, like he fumbles with his bandana to try and get it off. Hang on. Are you? And then he, uh, and then he'll, he'll, he'll open it just to, for like show. Do you have one of these? Can I see your forehead? Is that insensitive? I don't know. Can I? She, at first, like when you were talking about, can you see, do you have eyes? Uh, like she starts to giggle, like, and the embarrassment and whatnot gets put at ease. And there is a moment where you are fumbling with your bandana. She has absolutely no idea what you're talking about. And she starts giggling. I don't know what you're talking about, Janet Kessler. I've got two eyes blazing bright green right in front of you. But I, uh, there's like maybe like a, like a a 20% like deflating of Janet's excitement just a little bit, but it's like, but I, I saw you and I can sometimes see what's going to be. And when I try to do that, just back in there. Oh, hi. Yes, yes, you can, can't you? You're a star watcher. Well, well, no, I'm a star watcher, but I'm a star watcher because I can see the the, the few. And here's the thing. I don't really lead with this. And so this is kind of new for me. Um, And so if you don't know what I'm talking about, then I feel like I've, I've said too much. And so you don't even, um, uh, you can keep talking as far as I'm concerned, Janet Kessler. I'd like to hear everything you have to say, because I want to know how you got to be Star Watcher on the Uhuru. No, I, I'm, 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 I'm working my way up to that end, and, but I, I have to start back here. I, I, there's, I did a thing, and now I can see things, and now I know the future. And not like not like one of those people say, like, I see the future, and like it's more just like intuition. Like, I know. I know. Like, what is going to happen? And Jonnet is going to try and parlor trick, like, just do like a short. He's going to try and open his eye again. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. And like see something that's like. If the if like a bird is about to fly by, John, it's like gonna try and like see that to maybe like catch the bird. He's like, I know that, but or we'll see what happens. Make make a hard per uh, make a hard perception or arcane. There it is. Check, Thank you, arcane. Are... Much better. There we go. <laughs> All right, so that is going to be one success. I love it. With a single success, your eye opens up and you cast about, like, again, seeing the familiar strands of the universe around you, the guiding light that determines what can be and what will be. And as you cast about looking for something normal and something small to peer just moments into the future about, you are once again drawn towards grace. Grace stands in front of you and her presence consumes the things that you might see. Your eye can't help but stare into her and it feels like you are ripped from your body as you are pulled into the future. You look down 
and you feel yourself and the body that you have is not your own, but it feels familiar and comfortable because you look down at your hands and you see they are the hands of a man. You look at your muscles and you can see that they are the muscles that you one day will have. You look down at your outfit and you recognize the outfit of the man who stands in front of an armada of a thousand ships and looks down below at the cold and hateful sea where the blue-green light of the mariner pierces the fog. You see the man who stands before the battle he was always meant to have, and he casts about and looks to his side. And on his right, there is a ship, a ship that is grand, with battle scarring and beautiful, intricate carving. There is a masthead on the front of it that is a gorgeous harp that has been carved into the dark wood of the ship. And standing on the front of that ship is a captain in grand regalia, brilliant green, with long red hair streaming in the wind. We can see that her arms have also grown to be strong and firm with years and age. She has slung over her shoulder a brilliant green coat. She wears on her back the spear that Ku Cullen was wielding earlier this evening. She casts a glance to you and offers you a firm nod as you raise your hands and the ships around you unfurl to ready themselves for the battle that is to come. And then you snap back and your eye closes. Can Janet throw up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's his go-to move. May Janet throw up. (laughs) And we'll cut back inside with Gable and Koo. Koo stands before you. Ku is stripped down to basically just his kilt. He has flexed his arms. He has shown his woad. He has tied his hair back tighter and firmer, a little bit more formal. And he stands in front of you, looking up with his arms outstretched to his sides and goes, It's free. Take what you're going to take, but I'll be there to meet you after. I swear. In the middle of that. Gable gives him an open hand backhand. Oh, yeah, dude. All right. I'm going to need you to roll this. This is Uh, brawl, right? This is brawl. And this is an easy check because your opponent is submitting to you hitting them. It's one purple, correct? Yes, one purple. It's been so long since I rolled dice. That's just two advantages. Okay. So then your strike... You can tell this really didn't do 
any damage. Like, you hit him with a backhand, and his head moves to the side, but, like, striking him is like striking iron. Your knuckles ring a little bit with just, like, a tiny bite of pain. Hmm. He makes eye contact with you again. Oh, I know you can do better than that. I can feel it. You're holding back. Don't do it on my account. I'll be fine. From the crew, there's a, that's one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Gable kind of turns back, cracks their neck a little bit, and then winds back for a kick to the chest. Yeah. All right. Roll this kick. And, you know, you can use your powers and talents and whatever as you like. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, wait, it was going to be a lot worse than it ended up. Use the app. Two, no. That's two and a threat. It was going to be four successes. And no one been. So, yeah, so your, your brawn is, is four or three? Oh, oh, my brawn. I feel like it's still just three. I'm looking at an old sheet, so I don't know for sure. Let's just say four, because I earned earned it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If if you're reading three, then it's three. That's for sure. But that's an old sheet. It's from 2019. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know you didn't increase a stat on the most recent upgrade because we have started playing the game properly. So I'm I'm cool uh, calling it six. That is a not insignificant amount of damage. You kick... And you catch him, like, in the solar plexus, and you feel his muscles and his bones. And they feel almost the same to you. Like, this is a man who is like he was carved from a rock. He does fly back into the crowd. Like, your kick does pick him up off of his feet, send him into the air, flying back into, like, this crowd of people that struggles to catch him. But, like, they they push him back up. He stumbles forward, and he stretches out a little bit, and he steps forward to you again, goes... All right, you got one more. That's two! Scotty So, we return to the long line of prospective applicants for the Skyship Uhuru as uh, someone comes off the line to place their headshot and resume down on the audition table. Uh, Would you describe this person for us? Oh, of course. Uh, This is an older woman. Uh, Stooped, hunched, gray hair. Uh, It's pulled back in like a kerchief. She's got this 
blue shawl on. It's got like a wave motif on it. Mm. Um, I imagine she's just followed by cats, like sea cats. Like they're all like briny and uh, like covered in salt. Um, <laughs> but they, they follow her just about, she's, they're like all around her. Um, and she comes in and she, uh, she does that, that old woman shuffle. It takes at least five minutes to get to the desk. Um, <laughs> And then finally slides it across the, the, the table to you guys. Oh. Um, good, af- good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. How are you? Ah, okay. Uh, so you are as old as you look. Oh, very much so. <laughs> oh, well, well we, we don't know for sure. That's true. Well, uh, let's get some of the, the easy questions out of the way. Uh, did you uh, find out about this job opportunity by the advertisements we put in Horny Seniors Gazette? And uh, yes, I did, handsome. Yes. Hello. Hi. No, do not, no. do not engage. No. no. The HSG has I'm, been sending us a lot of applicants lately. Exactly. I think the advertisements are working and that we should keep paying for them. No, we have I, not. They're hired so a, expensive, though, Spit. And we haven't hired a single person. This is just this is this is you. your own personal cattle call. Mm-hmm. Well, but today you, that changes. Okay. Ooh, well, see, see, we got confidence. someone with spirit. Yes. yes, I'm Madame Hanover, but you handsome can call me Miranda. And the rest oh, of us uh, can call you Miranda. Ms. Uh, now it does it. Yeah, it it, it oh, does the, say Hanover on this application. Oh yes, I'm I'm Madame Hanover. It's my last name. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, well, well, more more. What I it seems that you're saying a different name. Well, just uh, Hanover this, will work. Uh, th- Which no, means, this makes sense. Like my name is Travis Madigo, but I'm a Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes. I mean, do you think you're a Charlotte? No, I guess Travis is certainly not a Charlotte. <laughs> no. Travis is. Oh, Travis is a uh, um Travis is burger is who he is. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Leaving a post <laughs> to break to up with Gable? someone. Everybody in the audience or everybody in like the line of applicants is like uh hooting and hollering Ooh. over that line. Ooh. Am I right? Fucking right. Gail. <laughs> no, I guess I guess Travis is a, a Miranda probably also. The famous black lily Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, okay, okay. I, I meant, I more meant that uh, we, we've got uh, Hanover is uh, or Handover is one of your pr- uh, a name that's crossed out oh. on this application, and it seems like you have a string of different names that are oh. crossed out. Oh, that's the wrong application. I'm so sorry. Oh, also, she takes you it away. Us an application with crossed out names. I'm so sorry. Do you only have one? Uh, no, I have. And she pulls out like a whole folder of fake identities. Um, <laughs> and she like flips through them. And she goes, this one should work. And she like slides it over to you. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, Chandler yeah. Bing? <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not that one. Hold on, hold on. Uh, let's see. Um, going through this. Uh, Ricky Gervais. On this headshot, I do uh, see that you used to have a Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joey, no, uh, more like a Phoebe today. Yeah. <laughs> All right, a Phoebe bringing that wild energy to the ship. Woohoo! This one says Young Sheldon. 
<laughs> you know what? I think if we're going to get bogged down in names, I'm realizing now there are a lot of sitcoms uh, that are apparently funny just to think of. So maybe we'll Raymond. pull. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, I, I, I love that guy. Uh, hey, okay. Kill. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Uh, we'll just go with Hanover. We'll just go with Hanover for right now. We'll just do that. And not Hanover. Not Hanover. Not Hanover. Not okay. Hanover. Hanover. Okay. <laughs> so someone, if someone submitted this person, we're going to have to do it again. <laughs> no. No, because we did mention Hanover okay. at one point. So we got it. And that person definitely knows that we got to their thing. That's the only reason I made the distinction. I, I, I think we all know I... Have no place in judging how people pronounce things. What or is it? Sit, sit down. Why are you <laughs> just shaking a number two pencil at all of us? <laughs> You're very hot and bothered. I like it. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh, all right, all right. Well, see the again. Now I'm thinking uh, uh, one thing that I'm definitely loving on this application. It says uh, your specialties include knot work. Oh yes, yes, I do plenty of knot work. Um, <laughs> uh, that was my of... favorite scene in the first Borat movie <laughs> when he learns how to do the knot work. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, mostly just sitting around, um, not doing a whole lot, maybe cooking here and there, cleaning after my cats, but uh, I do a lot of not work, yes. Okay. Oh, Adam. I guess I have a question about the, the cats. Um, of course, young man. They, there, are, there are several cats in the room, and there appear to be more just current, like filing in single file. Um, is there an end to them? Oh, no. No, no, no. It goes all the way back. That's They'll be coming be... in for, oh, at least the next 10 minutes or so uh, until we fill up the room. It's going to be a resource <laughs> challenge for sure. If we end Can someone hiring. remind me if we did hire that one person who was just a bunch of cats? No, because I don't. Because maybe you would get along well. We ha- I we don't ha- think we did. <laughs> there are a couple a different ty- types of cats that we know exist on the Uhuru. There's Otto. <laughs> There's the ones that were in the trench coat. There are loose ones, as I recall. I have one in my pocket, and I believe- You do have a pocket cat. Yes. I have a pocket cat. Um, well, this, this will work out great, then. I love I, this. I just feel we're at capacity. You've gone into battle many times. Is it? The, the cats, oh, these cats, these cats fight. Really? Uh, the cats fighting? fight? Oh, yes. They serve our salty lord. Uh, I'm going to need to hear more about that. Yeah. Salty no. Lord. Let's drill down on that oh, a little God. bit. The Salty Lord, the the deep and terrible one that I, I, I love and worship so much. Oh, they serve him. And I do as well. Now, it sounds like there's a potential that this could be a fetish thing, which again, I could be into. <laughs> We're worshiping a deep and terrible Lord. That sounds good. Oh, oh I'm, yes. I'm going to assume the salty lord is a pretzel. <laughs> because Lord Wetzel? <gasps> oh, you serve Lord Wetzel? <laughs> oh, I he goes him. by many, many names. Many, and, many names. Lord and his Wetzel mustard squires. <laughs> Constantly battling Auntie Anne and her band of outlaws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, and well, all of your cats are little 
Snyders of Hanover. That's a that's cinnamon. That's a knot roll. Uh, that one's Parmesan cheese. Ooh, I love <laughs> um, Parmesan cheese. Uh, that one is just butter dip. That's nacho dip. Eh, I don't like him so much. <laughs> mm, that one's that one seems a little grimy. It's a little sticky. The <laughs> surly yeah, it's cat. Not, it's not natural. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Of it course, seems, dearie. So you 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 don't work, which is admittedly a con to your being hired to, to work for a work job. Oh, and you well, serve a lord. It. If you're serving a lord, it seems that we would not be good managers for you because you already are beholden to someone. Well, I I suppose so, but our dear and salty lord requires sacrifices, so I, I thought maybe we could uh, we could come to some sort of arrangement. Here, I, I'm on the crew, and you eventually destroy yourselves for the salty lord, and I move on. That's kind of my, okay, my bag. Hit the pause button on that one. Um... <laughs> So, uh, oh, there's lots of, benefits, sacrifices. lots of benefits. Uh, explain the benefits uh, of what? being drowned at sea to, uh, oh, well, uh, when you're on the bottom of the ocean, uh, and you're dead, you're not cold anymore, you're not hungry, you don't need to breathe, any of those, all these mortal things that happen to you, you don't need to do them anymore. It's far more pleasant. I mean, I've been down there for a while myself and only brought back because of this. So, you know, <laughs> I am kind of now revealing uh, your, your previous work history aboard uh, privateer and Corsair vessels. And it seems that you were aboard the Icarus, uh, the Hubris, uh, the Never Gonna Sink, Just Try It. Uh, <laughs> All of those ships, things <laughs> didn't end caps. up going super well for them. Oh, that was not Spit. my fault. That was all choices they made. Spit, that was a good joke. Thank you. I like that one. <laughs> that was like oh. in a in a cartoon when you see a bunch of road signs that are like, you know, <laughs> turn backsburg and, and whatever. And then the last one's just like, okay, we warned you, buddy. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can see what one thing that might speak well to them being aboard their ship. The background uh, for the flags of all those ships uh, were red, so that's just like our ship. Oh, yeah, we didn't like that one as much. <laughs> well, it can't all be for Liz, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, um, who's that? Uh, so I, I I got the job, right? Just uh, gonna sign the contracts. I have contracts for everybody here too, as well. Uh, no, uh, she we holds don't. up this soggy, Come soggy on. bit of parchment that's like dyed in like Leviathan ink, covered in blood, covered in blood. Just sign away. That's all you have to do. Let's well, just do we probationary period. You know, and we don't generally sign contracts from our employees. That's oh yeah, it's. It's supposed to be the other way around, isn't what? it? Today's different, yeah. isn't it? Oh, exciting! Uh, well, also on this contract, there are several, there are s multiple names listed out here and written in ink, but they're crossed out in blood. And I, I, I don't know. It's actually, if you were to count them up, let me see this original resume. Yeah, there's this same amount of names crossed out in blood as. New names that you've given yourself. <laughs> Aren't you smart? All right, I, I, I think I'm going to have to. Oh, get, get 
I, I'm going to have to pass just because uh, it would be unethical for me to start a relationship with an employee that I hired. Are you sure? And she like shows a little ankle. Ooh. Spit. Spit. Stop it. Spit. Get out. She, uh, she shows yourself. her wrists. A little his, bit. his eyes bug out of his head. deep in cats. <laughs> he does that wolf whistle thing and then his tongue like rolls out of his mouth across the ground. Gable sprays Johnny with the grabs the tongue and starts whining <laughs> back up. <laughs> so what do you say? What do you say, everyone? Absolutely not. Yeah, oh, I'm going to I'm going to have to pass. I'm going to have so, to pass. But I wish you there well. Is... I hope everything goes great for you. Very well. But remember, I have seen your faces uh-huh. and know your hearts. Uh-huh. I will return. And okay. I feel like the cats all turn into seawater and, <laughs> um, and wash her out of the room. Now, does that mean that she was seawater or she can turn into seawater? She was cats. Well, maybe the cats were seawater. She sea was water. cats. So. Yeah. That's ironic because cats hate water. Right? <laughs> and Mondays. Great. <laughs> Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at @campaignpod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at oneshotpodcast.com. Like All My Fantasy Children. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, world-building, and storytelling podcast powered by you. Each week, best friends Aaron Catano Saez and Jeff Stormer take a listener-submitted prompt and, using some of their favorite tabletop RPGs, create an original fantasy character. Along the way, they populate a shared universe one story at a time. They share laughs, stories, and verbal hugs along the way. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Tyler A. Dave. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast, Paired. Travis Matago was played by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y, or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The World of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The game used in this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system that was created by a talented group of game designers who were fired by a private equity firm owning Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. Strangers who've ever been kind, and once for our friends ne'er to rise. Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind, who know we can never deny the call of the sky.